This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back on Inside of Black and Gold. I know I went off on that last segment. I said four more coaches that have been hired. I lied. Three more coaches that have been hired. One that's sticking around. And that coach that's sticking around is tight ends coach Clancy Barone. He's the only position coach that was retained. And he also was the only position coach that was hired on the offensive side of the ball prior to the 2023 season. So he was already a Dennis Allen hire. So it made sense. He also, you know, you loop back and he did cross paths with Clint Kubiak in Minnesota. I think they also crossed paths in Denver. I'd have to double check. But there's a there's a connection there. It makes sense that these guys would would still work together. Um, and, you know, I, I had some people telling me, ah, they should fire Clancy Barone. You didn't get enough out of the tight end position. I disagree. I think that the tight end position was fine. I think the bigger question is, do you have the talent at the tight end position? And is Jawan Johnson that guy? We saw flashes late in the year that that he could be that guy. I think injuries really impacted him over the first half of the season. And kind of a, the camaraderie with Derek Carr is, is a question of, okay, is it good enough? But I think keeping Clancy Barone is a smart move. Another veteran coach that kind of pairs with some of these other guys. And we'll, we'll talk about him here. The first one we'll talk about is the running backs coach, Derek Foster. You know, this is a guy, you know, again, you're talking about some veteran guys, some younger guys. He's a younger guy. He played running back and wide receiver in college, Southwest Baptist. He started 41 to 44 games for the Bearcats and finished his career with 2,062 all-purpose yards. He's a, guy, he's, he's a guy from Georgia. That's why he got his coaching start at Valdosta State. He worked with wide receivers, special teams units. So this is a guy who, you know, he's a running backs coach, but he does understand the wide receiver side of the equation. And I think when you're working with a guy like Alvin Kamara, who I think has been vastly underused as a receiver, from the running back position. I like that. I like that idea that you can kind of bridge those two worlds. He coached running backs at Tennessee back in 2012. He was also with Northwestern State from 2013 to 2015. Samford University, 2016-17. He coached for the University of Iowa. He coached running backs from 2018 to 20. And the past three seasons, he has worked with the LA Chargers. And obviously you look at, okay, what's been going on with the LA Chargers over the last few years? Hasn't been great, but he was able to lead Austin Eckler, who is a running back that I would say has similar skill set to Alvin Kamara, to a bunch of career seasons, a ton of touchdowns, a ton of yards. And this is a guy who I think is able to marry well into what you're looking for out of 
out of Alvin Kamara. Now, my bigger question is how does he work with Kendra Miller? Can he kind of get can he kind of elevate Kendra into into a pro, into a guy who's reliable week in, week out? Because you know, you saw flashes from Kendra. He's a young guy, right? He's one of the youngest players in that locker room. And I don't know if you if you had the type of production out of him that you hope for, but the guy you saw in week 18 showed you flashes of of a of an RB1. Uh, and, and a guy that, you know, if you can get that married with the Alvin Kamara that we saw and Jamal Williams is a wild card. But I think those two guys can be a really dynamic tandem at running back for you. And hopefully uh, Derek Foster is a guy who can who can help tease that out of him. Eckler set single season career highs in 2022 with 1,637 yards from scrimmage, 13 rushing touchdowns, 915 yards and 107 receptions. 107 receptions that led all running backs was tied for fifth most in the NFL total. The fifth most receptions in the NFL were Austin Eckler. Now the four ahead of him were receivers, right? (laughs) Now, like, I don't know exactly how the saints are going to run their offense in terms of how prioritized the running back is going to be in the passing game. But I sure hope it is, and I sure hope you can get back to the world where we see Alvin Kamara going downfield on routes. I talked to Alvin this last offseason, and and he was excited. He thought that that was going to be something that was used a lot more. Well, I hate to break it to you. It was not. You did not see Alvin running routes downfield, at least not as the primary target at all. Right. I mean, like you, you could probably count on one hand when he was even targeted more than eight to 10 yards down the field. It was all checkdowns, screens, and, and that's fine. I need you to incorporate Alvin in that way. You don't get to 107 catches as a running back if you're not catching screens and checkdowns. But where are the wheel routes? Like, where are the out and ups? Right. Where, where are all these routes that you saw he can execute at a high level and you're not taking advantage of it? Right, I, I I hate it. I hate it. And hopefully, hopefully Derek, hopefully Clint Kubiak, hopefully this offense can get back to um, you know kind of that era of Saints offense where it's more than just three yards in a cloud of dust, right? Because uh, I'm I've been I've been frustrated for Alvin over the past two seasons uh, because it's it's just it's it doesn't work. Like it's not what you need. And I, I should say three seasons because. The 2021 season with Jameis, Jameis has never been a guy that throws to running backs a ton. Then you saw that in that season. He had one game where he threw to Alvin 10 times, but I think he had 10 catches total over the other five games. So, you know, it it hasn't really, you haven't really seen, you know, pass catcher Alvin in his full form since probably like 2018, 2019. And to me, that's a problem. So hopefully, hopefully this new staff can address that. All right. Next up is two guys coaching the wide receivers. And this is incredibly important in today's NFL and just in general on the Saints because you have a lot of young players, you have a lot of impressionable players, and I need those guys to show up and show out. Assuming Mike Thomas is gone, this is Chris Olave's room now. It's no longer going to have that kind of veteran voice, at least not from a star's perspective. It's going to have to be on Chris Olave. And so the guy you brought in, to be your wide receivers coaches is an intriguing one. And it's Keith Williams, right? This is a, you know, his name kind of came up early last week. So we had a, we had a head start on the idea that Keith Williams would be the guy, but he's, he's also interesting as you look at the connections, he is connected to new Orleans. He was the two lane wide receivers coach from 2012 
to 2014. He got his coaching start at Solano Community College way back in 2000. So he's a guy who's he's on the younger side, but he's been coaching for a long time. He was at San Jose State 2001 to 2004. He was an offensive coordinator in addition to coaching wide receivers at San Jose City College in 05 and 08. And one of his most intriguing connections is 2019 to 2011, where he worked with wide receivers at Fresno State who just so happened to have Derek Carr coming through as a quarterback during that time. So they have crossed paths. They know, we, I'm, I'm sure they know each other. I haven't asked, <laughs> but I'm sure they know of each other. You don't coach wide receivers and not, and not deal with the, the quarterback. So that's an interesting connection. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how, how well they know each other. He's also worked with wide receivers at the university of Nebraska. He was with the San Antonio commanders in 2019, which is an AAF team, which I don't entirely know much about that league. And the past three years, he's been with the Baltimore Ravens. The first two years, he was an assistant wide receivers coach this past season. He took over as the full-fledged wide receivers coach. And, you know, you could say the Ravens offense in terms of the passing game has not been particularly dynamic. You know, that's a critique you could make. But, you know, I, I, I think that it's when you're looking at a guy like Lamar Jackson, it's a it's a question of, OK, can the receivers work with the quarterback? And I don't think coaching the receivers and coaching the quarterback are necessarily the same thing. And you did see Zay Flowers, rookie, have a great season. He set two franchise records for rookies, 77 catches, 858 yards. He had five receiving touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. So you saw a lot of development, a lot of good work out of Zay. You know, in in Keith's first year there, Marquise Hollywood Brown had 91 catches over a thousand yards. He got paid off of that season. You know, like he his his whole allure is off of that season as that deep threat with Lamar Jackson. And he's on the Cardinals now. He was solid, not not great. Um, but no, this is I think this is a good coaching hire. I think a lot of these are, are good hires. I think you've got a lot of respect around these hires, and and you're gonna go from there. One last name, and this is the only name on this list that you would say, hey, this is a guy I had not heard his name prior. <laughs> the other five guys who were officially hired this week had been reported previously. The only one who was not, and, and this is probably because Keith Williams was not made official his hire until late in the late last week. So he probably was like, hey, I want this guy <laughs> as my wide receiver as my assistant wide receivers coach. And that's what you got. It's Denarius McGee, another young guy. He was a four-year starter at quarterback for Montana state. He actually still holds the record for the school's all-time winningest quarterback. He also holds program records at Montana state and passing yards, touchdowns. And he's the only player in program history to win big sky MVP twice. That was in 2010 and 2012, but you know, obviously quarterback wide receiver, it's good to know both ends of that equation. He got his coaching start in 2014 at Florida Atlantic. He also was at NC State two seasons as a grad assistant. Montana State went back as a coach from 2017 to 2019. He was in various roles there. And in the last three-plus seasons, he's been with the Houston Texans. Now, if you recall, Gerard Johnson was one of the candidates for the Saints offensive coordinator position. He's the quarterback's coach on Bobby Slowick's staff. Wouldn't surprise me at all if Denarius got a got a glowing review from Gerard during that interview process. And that's one of the reasons you ended up getting a look 
at him. But during that time, he was an offensive assistant, right? And we've talked about how those roles can be a little varied. You don't always know exactly what guys are doing when they get that offensive assistant title, but he worked primarily with quarterbacks and wide receivers, right? So Jerry spent a lot of time with Gerard Johnson. And, you know, if someone was linked to C.J. Stroud this past season in any capacity, you're going to look at them and be like, yeah, I could, I could use that guy. Uh, because, man, C.J. Stroud, he ended the year complete 63% of his passes, 4,108 yards, 23 touchdowns. He had a 100.8 rating. He was the offensive rookie of the year. I don't even know if we had to – we could have said that halfway through the season that he's the rookie of the year. I don't think it was ever even up for debate. But then you look at the receivers, right? You look at Tank Dell had a really solid rookie season until he had to go down with the injury. Nico Collins is – one of the best wide receivers in the NFL that nobody talks about. And he's been able to break out to some extent under the tutelage of Denarius and, and the Texans coaching staff. So, you know, I I think that that's another solid hire. I'm interested to see how well he works with some of these wide receivers. And, and so that's, that's, that's the room, right? So quarterbacks coach, Andrew Janoco, assistant quarterbacks coach, Jordan Taylor, senior offensive assistant, Rick Dennison, offensive line coach, John Benton, assistant, Offensive line coach, Jari Evans. You also have assistant Kevin Petrie and assistant to the head coach, Mike Martinez. Then you also have tight ends coach, Clancy Barome, running backs coach, Derek Foster, wide receivers coach, Keith Williams, and assistant wide receivers coach, Denarius McGee. Now, I know that was kind of a whirlwind, but that's your coaching staff. You've met them. I think we can get more into the weeds on some of these guys as we go forward. I it's tough because it's like I didn't I wanted to introduce everybody, so I wasn't able to get much more than surface level on any of these guys. But those are the that's the offensive coaching staff that uh, <laughs> is going to be tasked with rescuing Dennis Allen's tenure as the Saints head coach and doing so with Derek Carr and finding a way to tease a successful season out of Derek Carr. You know, it's it's funny because. I've talked to people and and it's like, well, they had such an easy schedule this past year. How can they possibly expect to have the league's easiest schedule again? Well, I, I hate to break it to you. The team with the easiest schedule in the NFL next year, based on strength of schedule, based on this past year's winning percentage, which is what designated the easiest schedule in the NFL this year, it's the Saints. The Saints have the easiest schedule again. Because they play in the NFC South. You know who, who is all ranked toward the bottom in terms of schedule difficulty? Every team in the NFC South because they play each other. So, you know, any team that plays the Panthers twice is going to have uh, one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Now, they're probably going to be slightly better. But either way, it's going to be this coach's, this coaching staff's job to figure that out. But all right, that's going to end this episode of Inside Black and Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We're going to be coming back early next week. We're going to be doing more draft stuff. I have some quotes from Daniel Jeremiah. He did his conference call today, talked about, you know, offensive line prospects and cornerback prospects, guys to watch in this in the combine coming up next week. I'm going to be out of the state starting Sunday, so you're going to see a, a a much less professional looking background uh, over my shoulder. But, you know, we'll cross that bridge when it is built. So, all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Sorry, I've been rambling and I've just been kind of going and going and going. But we made it. All right, y'all. Who dat? Peace out.